You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Episode 214. And I'm your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City. That's right, folks. Back again. Winter's here. Frigid in New York lately. Which is fitting. Sadly. Uh, as per usual, the metaphor extends the Beshik time. Um, let's dig in, right? So, of course we're here to talk about Yanni Malatya's for the big away match in a snowy Malatya. It was postponed because of that snow. A day. Uh, the time was 5.30 a.m. it aired here in New York City. So quite an early match for, you know, relatively speaking. About like six or seven hours before we usually play. Uh, certainly, that's not happened yet this season, so the timing, right, could have thrown people off, perhaps, uh, on the team, Besiktas, but let's talk a little bit about this match. Um, first of all, as far as news goes, building into it, uh, there was talk of Adem Lijic leaving, uh, Basak here supposedly coming in to buy him. We, of course, owe him a bunch of money on his salary still. He'd have to take something of a pay cut. So they're trying to organize, you know, arrange some sort of fee, cut rate fee, to, to let him let go of his contract so he could then free, sign on a free with Bashak Shahir. Right Apparently we could not agree on that fee. He wanted something like twice as much as we were willing to go, offer or something, something to that extent. But so Adem Liaj is still a Besiktas player, uh, a bit stuck with us in that regard. Uh, notably, uh, Besiktas has lost Edin Viska to Trabzon in this window, uh, and he's already now scored a game winner for Trabzon against Galatasaray this weekend. So um, Galatasaray's struggles continue. Trabzon building on uh, from one strength to the next, I guess you could say. But anyway, let's stay focused here. Uh, Yeni Malatya was a match that I think we all expected good results from. They have not won. I had mentioned they had not won a match since December 2nd of last year. Um, they, in their last five matches, I said this in the, in the last episode, but I'll just say it one more time. They had drawn Kayseri at home, lost to Fener on the road, lost to Bandirmaspor in the cup at home, lost to Trabzon on the road, 1-0, kept it close, beat, or sorry, <laughs> lost to Gozdepe at home, 1-2, uh, then they had their match against Gaziantep postponed because of snow in Gaziantep, then they brought it home uh, to, to play us against Besiktas, so... 
yeah, not much in the way of good results for them. They would obviously need good results since they were at the very bottom of the table. So they have everything to play for um, as far as trying to avoid relegation goes. They're, uh, they have a game in hand relative to everyone else because of that miss against Gaziantep, uh, you know, because of the snow. So um, they're not necessarily on the bottom. They could pass Altai with that game in hand. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll get into the standings after we talk about this one. But yeah, let's, let's dive in, right? Um, as far as head-to-head -head goes, uh, we have nine matches recorded historically uh, with Yeni Malatya on my app. <laughs> uh, and Besiktas has won seven, drawn once, and Yeni Malatya won one time in the history of our matches. Uh, last season, notably, now earlier this season we beat them 3-0 um, at home. Bachuai scoring twice, Nkudu once, um, September 11th, uh, notably. So yeah, again, uh, brighter days for us. More to play for at, at the time. Last season, we beat them both times 1-0 um, at home and away. So, yeah, you know, I mean, a, a good track record against them. They've always kept it tight with the exception of this season, earlier in the year, but... Yeah, let's dive in. The lineup. For Besiktas, no real surprises. I mean, one big one. Alex Teixeira was in. Uh, and Kenan Karaman, that's, I suppose, a surprise, uh, which we'll talk about. So, on the back line, of course, Ersin Destanolu in goal. Domagos Vida and Nejip on the back line with Ridvan Yilmaz out wide on the left side and Valentin Rosier on the right. Joseph de Souza, Miralem Pjanic manning the back of our midfield with Alex Teixeira up ahead of him. Kenan Karaman on the left side with Rashid Ghazal on the right and Nishi Batshuayi up front. For them, for Yanni Malacha, Ertac Uzbir, 32-year-old Turk in the goal. Um, they played with three defenders Semi Kaya, Sadiq Shift Pinar, uh, a name many will recognize, 29 year old Turk, and Philip Gameli Awuku, 21 year old defender from Ghana, with Karim Hafez as their left wing back, the 25 year old Egyptian, and Mehdi Zefan, 29 year old Algerian right wing back. Uh, their midfield consisted of Okechukwu Azubuike, 24 year old Nigerian. Next to Ryan Abid, 30-year-old Frenchman. On the left wing, Munir Chouair, left a uh, 23-year-old uh, Frenchman. And the right winger would be Mustafa Eskihelac, 24-year-old Turk. And Nuha Diko, 29-year-old Malian striker up top. So a little bit different than the way they'd been playing in the, uh, coming into this match. Uh, playing five men back, obviously trying to defend. Uh, and play on the counter. Everyone knows that's our weakness. Uh, they did often have eight or nine guys back behind the goal. So, for whatever that's worth, um, or no, sorry, behind the ball rather, in defense. So yeah, they were defending quite heavily. Um, but so yeah, the game started. Besiktas looking the better side for much of this one. Again, a very dominant first half. Very few chances for them. Um, the first chance, first minute, on a corner kick, Kanich sends it in, it gets sent back out, dropping to Ridvan, who sends it in really well, kind of floats it, 
over the defense, <clears throat> dropping it to Joseph de Souza, and he can't quite make the contact he needs to. You know, he really do have this habit of really score, almost scoring, like coming so close early and then not quite panning out somehow. Now that would be the case here. Again, snow, so the, uh, the, 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 the touch of being off a little could, you know, you can chalk it up to slipperiness and the usual cold weather. On the 10th minute, Ridvan would send in a low pass, kind of cross, low, low, low one touch, first early touch cross. <laughs> um, and Ridvan would miss Kenan Karaman, in part because Kenan, you know, just kind of kept running through it, didn't play the ball. Uh, but it did luckily kind of keep rolling into the path of Alex Teixeira, who would send it in magnificently uh, with, with power on the volley, forcing a diving save, save from Ertach. Um, again, close for us, not, not, no cigar. 18th minute, Mirelem Pjanic, fantastic ball over the defense to Joseph, who... Um, I'm not sure. I think he passed this intentionally. He puts a sort of interesting touch on the ball and it finds Bashuai perfectly right in front of the goal. He tries a back foot because it's a little bit behind him. Um, kind of a clever touch. Dribbles just wide. Could have been a fantastic goal. Um, 24th minute, they finally have an opportunity on goal. It's Mustafa Eskihelac from distance sending on a really powerful shot. It hits the post. Well, perhaps a little fortune, good fortune for Besiktas there, but for the most part, it's all Besiktas. They go into the half uh, without any any real action beyond that. Nil-nil, not looking too exciting. Again, very like cagey affair, lots of bad touches. People look a little... I mean, I think the, the weather was impacting them to some extent, not to mention nerves, right? No goals. As the goal doesn't come longer and longer, that kind of builds frustration and fear. Anyway, coming into the half, it's no worth noting right before the half, Joseph came out for Atiba Hutchinson with a little injury. Um, second half, 48th minute, Mirelem Pjanic finds Ridvan Yomas really nicely in the box. Um, he has a tight angle, but he takes a shot, sends it across the goal, but wide. Almost scored right out of the gates again. Would have been a lovely goal. Mirelem Pjanic is just pinging these passes now at this point. He's nearly created quite a few goals. A little unlucky not to have, uh, you know, helped us out there. Kenan Karaman had a number of opportunities where he just had wonky touches. Didn't make the quite correct run. Uh, 56th minute, a uh, yellow card for Alex Teixeira, which would sort of prelude some positive movements movements on his part. Just six minutes later, Alex Teixeira would be on the other end of... Uh, so, first, Mishi is pressing kind of deep along the right wing, does well, tackles the ball into the path of Rashid Ghazal, who sort of flips it up into the path of uh, Bashuai, who makes a run along the right side, kind of cuts in a bit and sends in a cross perfectly to Alex Teixeira, who just... You know, get some part of his belly, it looks like, onto the ball. Just all he needed to do, steers it into the back of the net. Besiktas has the goal. It had to be ugly, just given all the bad touches and 
KG plague it up to this point. It had to be something, you know, not necessarily lucky, but certainly not pretty, I think. And it was. And Besiktas is up, nil to one on the road. Could they get another away result after going so long without them until the last, ep- last episode, last match? Could we get two in a row, two away wins? Well, let's see. Uh, 67th minute. Uh, substitution. Adem Biuk would come in for a new Hadiko. He has previously been called out on the hit list, which is the clean version of what I intend to say there. But yeah, he is on that list. Didn't do anything petulant today, or today in this match, that I really noted. Um, just his usual annoying aggressive play, but you know, he was focused on trying to just get a result. I think at this in this instance, so I won't, you know, give it to him a second time if that can even happen. I, don't, I think once you're on the list, you're on the list. But anyway, um, 76th minute after uh, Emirhan Ilkan had come on for Kenan Karaman in the 67th and Guven Yalchin for Alex Teixeira. I think Alex may have been hurt after the goal. Um, I, it didn't look serious though, just sort of roughed up a bit. And I think uh, with his injury history, being safe, taking him out. 67th minute, also Benjamin Tete left the match for Philip. Oh, sorry, entered the match for Philip Gameli Awuku. So they're going more attacking. They've changed their, their tactics now at this point. 69th minute, Rirvan Yamaz gets the yellow card. 75th, Steven Malan comes on for Ryan Abid. Malan is a 25-year-old Scottish central midfielder. Uh, news to me, I didn't know he was in the league. Welcome, kid. Uh, but so yeah, right after that, Batshuayi would send in a really nice cross for Emirhan, whose volley would hit the post. <laughs> so close to, to another nice performance on his end. Uh, certainly at least a goal. 80th minute yellow card for Adem Buyuk uh, and Karim Hafez in the 82nd minute. All of this because Karim Hafez would send in a ball for Tete who just ended the match. He was brought down clumsily by Nejip. Is it a penalty? Yeah, you know, we've certainly not gotten that call. Um, similarly, Trabzon did not get that called against them in their Galatasaray match recently. We get it, naturally. In fact, Nejip, of course. And of course, it's Nedjip with the clumsy tackle. You know, that's one thing he's always good for is a is sort of a dumb tackle that puts us in trouble. Sure enough, it's a penalty. It's awarded. Um, I believe Adem Buyuk and Karim Hafez both got cards because they were trying to get attention on it. It was brought to VAR. Uh, anyway, Adem Buyuk steps up, puts it, slots it into the right side. Ersin goes the wrong way. Tied at one in the 80th minute. I mean, you know, 84th. You know, 85th, I think, with all the goal celebrations. So they wasted quite a bit of time, almost five minutes. Anyway, plus with VAR and everything. But um, Finally, uh, another substitution, Kenan Uzer, familiar name, on for Mustafa Eskihelac, who was tiring, I think. Gazal, right around there, would send in a free kick from deep. He would find the head of Domingos Vida onto the crossbar, come back out, find the foot, Avishi Bajue back onto the post, sending a shot in with his foot this time um, on, on a volley. So close, twice, uh, to, to getting the go-ahead goal there. Wasn't to be. 94th minute, one more chance. 
Vidvan would send it in. I, I don't know who it was. I think it might have been Guven Yeltsin, but someone headed it in with a bit of power, but right into the path of Ertach, who does well to save it fairly easily. Game's over. One to one. Absolutely gutting draw. Disappointing, no doubt. Um, they didn't have much in the way of chances, honestly. They had one besides the penalty shot, which wasn't a chance in and of itself, just, you know, beyond the penalty itself. And so, that would be a disappointing result, I think we can say. Now, as far as man of the match, I'd probably have to go Pjanic. His passing was fantastic. You could make the argument Alex Teixeira could deserve it, you know, coming in, scoring a goal after all this time. I'm giving it to Pjanic just because his performance was more deserving of it. Now, stats, we had 63% of the ball to 37. Like I said, they were prepping to play on the counter here. Uh, they, we had 18 shots, they had 11. We created 15 chances, they created eight. We had five big chances to their one. We had 547 accurate passes to their 273, at an 88% rate to their 76. Eh, not bad. 13 fouls conceded by them to our 12. We had six corners to their three. We were offsides four times to their two. So again, we were the attacking, we were the aggressor. We deserved more than we got. Truly disappointing. They did have four shots on target to our three, although we had 10 off target to their six. Just wasting opportunities, man. It is what it is. We are simply impotent in attack. The fact that our goal was this clumsy, clattering, not lucky goal by any stretch, but you know, not pretty, as I've said. It's very fitting. We just can't score. I don't know what it is. It's driving me nuts. I think it's driving us all nuts. Uh, and this was a really not a fun, it was a bit of a snooze fest, this match, I'll be honest. I think we, we dominated, we deserved to win it. It's a shame we didn't. But yeah, I mean, just not getting it done with the attack. It's quite a shame. Now, individual stats now i'll go through the ratings of players everyone above a seven so everyone who played well in this match best player was miralem pjanic closely followed by domagos vida and alex teixeira i'm gonna go over pjanic and teixeira's stats then ridvan yomas valentin rosier munir shuair their young left midfielder then rashid gazal sadik chifpinar nejip uiso despite giving up a penalty. Benjamin Tete, Rayane Abid, and Adem Buyuk. Lastly, Karim Hafez, Ersin Destanolu, just under the bar with a 6.99. If you round up, he's in there. So he played decently, according to them. You know, whatever. Now, my man of the match is gonna be Panish. I'll talk about his stats. He had three shots, two off target, one on. Um, 110 accurate passes at a 90% success where he created three chances. They cannot wasted all of them. Um, he, he himself missed one big chance, supposedly. Um, of his 110 passes, he tried 122. He had 140 touches. So he was all over the place, uh, which, you know, speaks well to him. Two out of four on his duels isn't great one out of two on dribbles one out of two dribbles have succeeded versus attempted which isn't terrible eight recoveries so he was 
sort of getting back there a bit, but yeah, I mean, to have 140 touches suggests he really was putting his, you know, style all over this match. And he, you know, he, he was one of few bright spots, I would definitely agree. So statistically, and the, the eye test, he passes it all. I'll say Alex Teixeira's stats quickly here, just for the sake of, uh, you know, so we all can understand why he was so highly rated. Of course he scored a goal. He had two shots, both on target. 45 accurate passes at a 92% success rate. Now, of course, all of these passes are in the opponent's side of the field, so that's impressive. I mean, most of them, anyway. So, um, 45 out of 49 with his passes. Three for three with long balls. However, no key passes. It's only 64 touches. Again, more attacking-minded. Uh, five of seven went duels one, which is quite good. Only two recoveries, so yeah, he didn't come back much. Although he did, you know, fill in well, I think, as a central midfielder at, at times. So, yeah, I mean, he, he played well. He, he Of course, he didn't play the whole match. He came out in the 69th minute, so, you know, that's going to impact his stats and I think also impact my ability to, to give him, or 67th minute he came out, rather, uh, but my ability to give him a man of the match here. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Pjanic. He really was dishing him out all over the place. Pinging, long balls, doing everything right except, you know, ultimately, like, you can't fault him for the guys who couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, but so, yeah, that's it. Those are my stats. That's all I got. Now, let's talk about the table. I mentioned last week that we moved up. Uh, we were in seventh. Now we're in sixth. Still in sixth. Um... So we had, did not move up this week, obviously, having only drawn. In fact, I think we moved down a spot. I don't recall if we were in fifth last week or whatever, fourth. I don't think it was fourth. No, because we dropped a couple spots. I remember that things hadn't quite shaken out. Um, I think we were in fifth, so we may have dropped a spot this week because of Adana Demirspor, who won uh, five to nil. It's worth noting. Uh, yeah, they definitely passed us because they're only a point up. They got three points. We got one, so... Yeah. So we dropped a spot. Fine. Only one, despite the draw. So it could have been worse. Especially considering the scrum that we're in. Trabzon, I mentioned, beat Galatasaray. So they have 54 points. Konya also were victorious this week, beating Altai. Only nil to one, but on the road, I guess. Um, so they're keeping pace. They could still only be six back if they win that game in hand against Basakshi here. Um, Alanya is in third place. Another win for them. Another two goals for Emre Akbaba. By one to three against Giresun. Alanya is in third with 38 points. Then Adana Demir and Fener with 37. Adana Demir is uh, in fourth. And Fener in fifth because of goal differential. Then Besiktas in sixth with 36 points. Level with Hatay who also have 36 points. Although we have the, the head-to-head. Or the goal differential advantage rather. We'll see about head-to-head -head at the end of the season, right? Beyond that, uh, Basakshir is in 8th, so they've dropped quite a bit now. Yeah, with 34 points. Gaziantep in 9th with 32. Sivas and Kaiseri with 31. Fatih Karagumruk with 30. And 13th, Kasim Pasha with 27. Level with Goztepe and Galatasaray, who will also have 27. Bringing us to 15th place, where Galatasaray is. Then Girasun in 16th with 26. And Antalya the top relegation spot in 17th with 24 points. So what I'm trying to say here is that Galatasaray is three points clear 
of relegation now. Now it's worth noting that Antalyaspor's next match is against none other than Besiktas, uh, who we, we were at least at home this one. Um, of course, we recently beat them on penalties in the Super Cup. Uh, and we beat them in the first match in Antalya, 2-3. to three. Uh, In that match, it was first Naji Wright, or sorry, Haji Wright, uh, who scored. Then Vesel Sadi, giving them a 2-0 lead. We had the huge comeback. Ridvan Yilmaz bringing us one back. Mishi Batshuayi drawing us level. And then Rashid Gizal assisted by Mishi Batshuayi with the go-ahead goal to give us the three points. Um, we have a good record against Antalya, honestly, um, in our last 25. That said, I'll talk about it in the next episode, in the build-up to that one. Ah, what the heck. We have a big break, so you'll forget by then, right? Uh, Besiktas has won 16 of the last 25. How do, you, how do you like them apples? I guess last 26. Why do they, they only restricted to 25? All right, whatever it is. Anyway, we have 16 wins, five draws, and Antalyaspor has only won five times. So 62% of the results have been Besiktas wins, 19% draw, 19% win. Clearly, Besiktas has the favor here. Let's see how it goes, though, right? Uh, it's probably worth noting that Antalyaspor is currently, as I mentioned earlier, in the relegation zone, in the top spot in the relegation zone with 24 points, two points clear of Rize, who have 22, six points clear of Altai, who are on 18, and eight points clear of Yanni Malatia, who only have 16, although again, they do have a game in hand. Uh, still, the best they could be is above Altai. They couldn't catch up to Altai with that game in hand, being eight points back. Uh, so that's it for the standings. That's all I got for this week. Stay tuned, folks. Our next match against Antalya Spore. I've given you a light preview, as I tend to do. Given you our head-to-head, our history. Given you the results prior, right, in, in, in earlier this year against them. So all we can do now is hope for the best. We do, however, have a little bit of a break. I'm assuming for in- international stuff. I don't typically follow that as closely as, obviously, Besiktas. I don't do a podcast for the national team. But, um, I assume they're getting together. It's been a while. Um, but so without any further ado, uh, yeah, I'm going to hit the shower, have a little vacation. You folks enjoy the national side uh, and follow us on Twitter at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Black Eagles podcast, one word. Follow myself on Twitter at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot. And of course, let's go Patrick Tosh! Woo! Come on, guys. It's not so bad. Sixth place. Uh, things will be much worse. We have 15 matches to go. Trabzon, you know, not exactly falling apart, considering that they haven't lost since December, mid-December, but it was against Antalya. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, they've gotten a few draws. One against Giresun. It's a big slip up there. I probably deserved a point in that last match. We're going to get 100 on us. Trabzon getting lucky. Those are the sort of champions, that's the luck of the champion right there, probably, but whatever, guys. It is what it is. Can't be champions every year, I guess. Although it would be nice. Anyway, see you around. Peace.
Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.